Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. I got to tell you guys, I watched this video from our friends over at Clown World on Twitter, and it just... I was so satisfied watching this video. I was filled with a certain kind of satisfaction. I want you to watch this video because I know that all of you will also feel a kind of satisfaction. And the video is a guy robbing a Home Depot. So a bunch of dudes beat the fucking shit out of him. Good, dude. Here you go. Good. Fucking scumbag. Yeah. He just walked out with all this shit. This is what he's hey. trying to do. Shame him, dude. Asshole. Be careful. You're not fucking walking off with that fucking shit. Get the fuck. Really? You're not fucking walking away with it, gang. Really? You aren't fucking taking nothing, asshole. You aren't fucking taking nothing. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going. He still tries stealing. Taking nothing. Drop it, you fucking piece of shit. He tries stealing after they knock it up. It's not over yet. We pay because of you, you fucking bag. Come, Just hold him out. They beat the shit. Get out of the fucking ground. I'm going out. Get out of the fucking ground. Let's go. Somebody call the police. Fuck you. Let's go. It's all takes. On the fucking They're going to call the police. The cops aren't going to do shit. But that guy ain't coming back to that Home Depot no more. Yeah. And you know what made me, you know what I was thinking about when I saw this? Look, man. I I, I watched this video from a Bronx tale. (laughs) Yeah. That's a fucking movie. Yeah. I watched Casino this past weekend. Three fucking hours. Holy shit. Have you guys seen Casino? No, yep. I've seen lots of clips from Dude, it, you got to watch Casino. Yeah, you should watch Damn, it. Damn. I went dude, on Robert a uh, Don Rickles kick a few months ago. Scorsese. Yeah. Holy shit. I love the scene where they catch the card cheats and he just fucking smashes his hand with yeah. a mallet. I get He's like, "Which hand do you do you do, the, do you do the tapping with? Like my right, can you do the other? I don't know." Bam, and he just smashes his hand. And look, look. I wouldn't actually want to be in a situation where I smash someone's hand like that. But the reason why it's satisfying is I think all of us are just so fucking fed up with these scumbags taking advantage of our kindness and our good our goodwill. Watching these guys just say, fuck no. We got to pay what we pay because of people like you. 
And they, as they beat the shit out of him, they rough, they pushed him, they shoved him, they stopped him, they hold him down, they say, call the police. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. But you know what I'm thinking, man? Were we better off or worse off when the mafia beat the shit out of people? Because I'm not a fan of shakedowns. Like, the reality of the mafia is not some glorified movie. No, they were robbing people. They were going to stores. They were stealing from them. My question is, as bad as that was, are we better or worse off now? I almost would rather have a couple of goons show up and be like, here's what we're going to do. You're going to pay me and no one's going to fuck with you. And I'd be like, all right, I guess. Other than what we have now, where could you imagine if there was still a mafia? What would happen to these dudes who raided the store stealing everything when they run into a clothing shop and they'll just grab clothes? Mother, holy shit. Mafia dudes would show up to their homes with baseball yeah. bats and crack some kneecaps and it would never happen again. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying we are worse. We are worse than that. The uh, criminal coordination ability on the internet now is like post-mafia. So like they can organize around, like it used to just be strong dudes hanging out on the corner with baseball bats. That was the mafia basically. I mean, but now you got dudes with like Facebook groups that can coordinate and be like, the guys at the coffee shop on 4th and 11th, let's meet there at this time and fuck them up kind of thing. And they can. Dude, that scene from a Bronx tale when the guys are being all loud because the bartender won't serve them. Oh, yeah. They're not dressed properly. And so the mob box is like, what's the, walks in, what's the problem? And he's like, look, man, the biker guy's like, I just want to have a beer. And he's like, spoken like a gentleman, serve them their beers. And then they get the beers, shake them up and spray the bartender. And he goes, okay, now you've got to leave. And the guy's like, fuck you. And he's like, okay. Closes the door, locks it, and goes, now you can't leave. And then a bunch of good old boys come in the back with baseball bats and beat the fuck out of them. The and you know I like that scene? Because the mob boss looked at them and said, you're not supposed, I know your clothes, you're underdressed, but you're a gentleman and you will be allowed to drink in my establishment. That was honor. Yeah. And those guys spat in his face and he says, okay, now you get the stick. And I'm just like, the mob boss was was actually giving him a chance. Yeah, first and if, he, left, if, he let him offer to, to let him leave, and then, well, oh right, now yeah, you got to leave. Yeah, he was like, Fuck, even more exa honorable. exactly. Yeah. he was like, you can have your beer because you're a good guy. Yeah. I appreciate that. You asked mm -hmm. politely. That's what a man does. Then they fuck with him. He says, now you got to leave, and they say, fuck you, no. And he goes, okay, now you can't. Yeah. It's like he gave him an opportunity. He didn't just jump the gun. He said, you want to fuck around and find out? You fuck around and find out. But we got too many of these, like the the, the it's the legal nature of this country. It's because police officers will, look, how much you want to bet when the cops showed up, they arrested the guys who stopped the shoplifter. I wouldn't bet on it, but I, it's not, that did cross my mind that that yep. could have possibly happened. They're like, fuck you, you thief. We're going to stop you. The cops show up. What happened? And the th shoplifter goes, they have a video of them assaulting me in a mob. And the cop goes, is that true? Show me the video. This guy goes, look, officer, he was stealing. And he goes, wow, it's a video of you assaulting a guy. You're under arrest. Do you remember that story about... Um two female Lululemon employees, I think it was in Georgia, they got fired because someone had come in and done the thing where they like grab all of the clothes that are on the front display and the company fired them because they said our policy is is explicitly that you do not engage with shoplifters, yeah. you let them run away, probably because the company would face liability if they got injured or something like that, like workman's comp. That's what they uh, say. That's what they say, yeah. which is interesting, right? And so mm -hmm. there was this social media backlash where they said people were saying, you know, they're trying to stop people from stealing your products and you fired them. You were punished. We're going to play. Know. I'm going to play this. We played it before. I'm playing it again because people were like, Tim messed the best part. No, I'm playing it.
noisy ass bikers. Oh yeah, so good. These were the days of legit badasses though. Yup. Wearing a suit. That's what a suit's supposed to be for. Watch this. So good. Fellas, you're not dressed properly. He's gonna have to leave. Properly? Jimmy. What's wrong with the way we're dressed? What's up? This gentleman ain't dressed right. I asked him to leave. Is there a problem then? Uh, problem is your man here says we're not properly dressed. Like our money ain't green. We just want a couple of beers. A few beers, that's it. That's it. We'll be on our way. We ain't looking for trouble. Spoke like a gentleman. Give me a beer. Go ahead. Spoken like a gentleman. You got some brews down here. Nice cold ones. Get some nice cold brews. Come on. Two over here, huh? One more. One more over here. One more. All right, brothers. If I may. A toast to our host. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Again, huh? That wasn't very nice. Now he's gotta leave. I'll tell you when the fuck we leave, all right? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> 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 watch the bites, man. He knows. Now you just can't leave. <laughs> I will never forget the look on their faces. All eight of them. Their faces dropped. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up. Way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com. Promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. All their courage and strength was drained right from their bodies. They had a reputation for breaking up bars, but they knew that instant they made a fatal mistake. This time they walked into the wrong bar. That shall never. Love I shall never love another. And stand by me all And stand by me all the Happiness with the heart aches. Take happiness with the heart aches. Oh, look at the go through life 
wearing a smile. Oh, too late, wearing a smile. Oh, how happy we will be if we keep the I love the music. Command you can make love with this. <laughs> Damn. If only we had people in Congress that would fight like this. Not yep. physically, but in the same Get spirit. Him. Look at that. <laughs> and the kids kick the shit out of them. Kick him in the groin. Look at me. I'm the one who did this to you. Remember me. Holy fuck. <laughs> Let's uh Damn Let's break this down Be gone You you don't live in this neighborhood You come into this neighborhood acting a fool And you want a beer And the guy says okay I'll give you a beer Spoken like a gentleman Then you spit in the face Figuratively literally Of the bartender of the guys being polite And he says okay now leave and you still say, fuck you. And so they beat the shit out of you. Look, I don't know that we'd be better off. I don't, I don't know that we're in a good place when you live in a, pl live in a kind of society where a guy's going to beat the shit out. It's vigilante justice. But I will tell you right now, our country, our society would be substantially better. Crime would be way lower if we had this instead of what we have now with these mass looting gangs. Like I watched a video, I think it was also from Clown World. Guy in a pickup truck, two guys back their truck up into i think it's like a walmart smashing the sliding doors walk in lift up an atm throw it in the back of the truck and take off and i'm like yeah i see that one you saw that one yeah i saw the same one if Chaz was running town those guys would never would this would never happen i think i've told this story on air before but when my parents first emigrated to the u.s they were first married and living in New York and they wanted to buy property in Brooklyn. This is in the 1980s. And they were looking at different places and the real estate person took them around. And there's one neighborhood, I don't remember which one now. And she was like, and this neighborhood is very safe. It's controlled by the mob. And it was interesting, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it was like, this is how we know it's safe because the mob is in control. But, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of like the, it's better to know your enemy proverb. like. This, there's, this is a, a system with structure as opposed to just random criminals all acting at random times, which makes it so you could run into crime at any moment. You don't know what's going to happen to your property. Like you say, uh, vigilante justice is better than no justice. But how far does it go? Who's the vigilante? Oh, dude, Are they I like, mean, hey, you're looking at me weird. Take him out. It's not even that. It's like the fucking shopkeeper who is they're trying to murder him. And then he defends himself. So the police came and arrested him and put him in prison. Yeah, like, I'm actually fucked. I really enjoy watching. This is maybe some twisted in me, but watching like bullies get fucked up yeah. and like watching like a dude That's just justice, mess with somebody with his hand and then he but i'm like sick in this way like i want to see his hand get crushed into paste so he'll never be able to use it again like full torturous retribution kind of and I, I love it i'm like yes good less bullies less yeah, no, less behavior that. like that there that. is no tolerance for that kind of behavior yeah. but then you see these things where someone steals they get their hand cut off and you're like how far Bro, do we take society I'm, I'm i'm sorry dude people love it this scene from casino 
when he deals with scammers, five million views. Yeah. Should we jump to the should we jump to the best part? I like uh, watching bully, real trigger, bully fights. Trigger of, of warning. Real bullies get the destroyed. Same actor Here we go. Shh, it's quiet. It's quiet. Listen. Wait, wait, we gotta start up. We gotta start up. I saw you shuffling your checks with your right hand. Can you do that with both hands? No. Can't do it with both hands. No, sir. Can you do it with your left hand? Oh, I, I never try. So you're hand right. To, hand to paste. All right, so yeah, you're right handed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now yeah. you're gonna have to learn with your left hand. Now you're going to have to learn with your left hand. It's 100, 110. Yes, it is. This is great. Yes. Okay. Dude, I, this movie was great. That's the other cheater. One of Don Rickles' best. <laughs> He's always great, though. Sure will. Legend. By the way, I'm really sure to see the manager. Count the money in privacy, right? Oh, Guess where he's bringing this motherfucker. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. What do you want? I just want to get out of here. And don't forget to tell your friends what happens if they fuck around here. Do you understand? I'm sorry, I made a bad mistake. You're fucking right you made a bad mistake. Because <laughs> if you come back here, we catch either one of you. We're going to break your fucking heads, and you won't walk out of here. You see that fucking saw? We're going to use it. You don't fuck around in this place. You got it? Yeah. Get out of here. Thank you. People love it. They love the idea that the bad guys get caught. They, they love the idea. Batman cracks skulls, you know what I mean? But it's not just like bad, bad what I, the fantasy is not just not just bad guy gets stopped. It's that bad guy realizes in the torture that he suffers after he's caught why he shouldn't have been a bad guy. Yeah. And watching him just like pain, that, that horrid, you, painful dude, transition. At, at, in, in the beginning of the movie, when they're introducing uh, De Niro's character and uh, he's at the bar and he like looks over to the guy to his right and he's like, oh, excuse me, is this your pen? And he's like, yeah, what the fuck? And he's like, I'll just want to make sure you didn't lose it. And he was like, well, how about you go fucking shove that thing up your ass? And he was like, what? And then Joe Pesci just grabs it and just murders him with it. And it was like, that's fucked up. But like, what I, what I do like about these scenes is that Robert De Niro's character, he's just like trying to be nice. Like, oh, sorry, man. I just thought it was a nice pen. I didn't want you to lose it. 
and then the bat like the the asshole acts up for no reason i mean joe Pesci stabbed him in the neck several times i mean that's pretty fucked up but it's like robert de niro's character in this he's a tough guy but he he tries to be a good guy and the same thing is true with sonny in a bronx tale he's a tough guy who will fuck you up but he's honorable so yeah you know what man but, we, but we, I also, we were, also we were like, better off. Not that it was good, but you were better off. You know, this might be a little bit off topic, but I also like I also like the stories like in, in, in American History X where you have Edward Norton does all the stuff that he does, then he goes to prison and he winds up getting, you know, for all intents and purposes, he got fucked in the ass, you know, yeah. and he's he uh he went through but it's it's a redemption story, mm, right? Yeah. Uh, but then it has a tragic ending at the same time. But uh but I but I, I love those redemption stories too. Um, yeah. And, and you know, and, and I and I don't think, I don't think that uh, that that America's too far gone. I'm, I'm not I'm not black pilled. I don't either. But uh, you know, and, and I think about. So have y'all seen? Have y'all seen yet? Um, uh, Cobra Kai. So I'm an '80s kid. No, so. I saw the first season. Okay, so Cobra Kai is like one of the most anti woke shows that it's you great. can probably watch. It is freaking amazing. Um, but uh, highly, highly, highly recommend it. But it it, it makes you like like long for those days, like, you know, where we used to be able to say, Oh, you know, when I was a kid, we used to play smear the queer. Now, whenever I say that, that has to be edited out of whatever podcast. I'm on. And it's like, <laughs> that's so true. Man. That's what we called it. It was called smear the queer. We, what, we, is, what is that game? What is it? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's different, basically different kind of iterations, but like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's basically kind of like tag, you know, huh. but like you're, you're the queer and uh and and or sometimes you can play it with a football too but like yeah, if you have it you have to you have to like run oh. and, and and the whole goal is to basically tackle you so it's oh. kind of like full contact tag yeah yeah pretty much oh like it's, it's one of the most pointless games but it's yeah. fun as hell but it's hurtful did it get a woke rebranding or do kids just not play that game anymore <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think that kids I don't, kids don't hardly rough house anymore at all i mean now yeah. it's got to be fun fun fair and sarcastic ball you see that one in south park no, where they're all wearing bras. Oh yeah, and they're like they're chasing a balloon or something because football's too dangerous. So yeah. they sarcastically just said it's like, "Oh, why don't we have them wear bras while we're at it and chase a balloon?" And they're like, "Okay." And so <laughs> they start, like, yeah. Has it really gotten so bad? Which I don't know if y'all have seen this, but has it really gotten so bad that now the NFL is considered sports entertainment like WWE? Yeah, well, like is business, it really man. is it rigged and is it really considered well, but, sports? But center? they also get like more commercial breaks and everything. Like if you were to watch a high school or college game, it the it's different structure than the NFL, right? This is not my area of expertise, but NFL players actually take more time on the sidelines because there's all these commercial breaks, from what I understand. Well, they're not like under the same <clears throat> kind of physical pressure. We well, should go. I, to, I don't know. Whenever you're trying to go to college, <laughs> <laughs> we should go to callers. Yeah, we should. I'm uh, laughing at uh, this uh, post from Dirt Stash. Said they told us we couldn't play Smear the Queer, so we switched to Tag the Fag, which is <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I like that. I like I've, got, I've got some trivia for you. All right, hit it with it. Uh, do you know what the Latin root of uh, fag is? You know what the word is, right? What does it mean? It means a bundle of sticks. AKA fascies. Fascies is the same Latin root as faggot. The same thing. Yeah. So the Brits get their, their word for cigarettes yeah, as well. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a right. cigarette. Mm -hmm. A bundle of sticks. Oh. A bundle of oh. little sticks, so aka smokes. The, yeah. the the fascists had a bundle of sticks, and we sort of took that away from them. <laughs> yeah. Made it something, something very, very different. We reclaimed the term, so to speak. And well, now, I don't know if we reclaimed <laughs> it. We oh, and now that term has been canceled. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Romanation. How you doing, man? I uh, hope you're well. What's going on, crew? It's AK, your favorite guy, here to fulfill all your question needs. What's going what? on, Tim? <laughs> Not much. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, this <laughs> question's for the uh, future representative, Jamison Ellis. Uh, tonight, I'm actually going to go against the grain. All right. So um, I'm not a Texan, but I have a lot of friends and family that are in Texas uh, with the issues that we have with the so-called grifters in Congress said by the so-called esteemed Patch McCain. Um, I speak for my Texan friends when I ask, why should they trust you? Yeah, so that's actually a great, a great question. So the only thing that I can really do, because whether someone decides to vote for me or not, it's going to be a risk either way. So if you vote for me, it's a risk, right, that I'm not who I say I am. If you don't vote for me, then then you risk Crenshaw continuing to be Crenshaw. He's actually got a record. So what I'm doing differently is because other than giving my word that I'm going to go to Congress and do exactly what I say I'm going to do and represent the people, uh, that's everybody does that, right? What we're doing different is we are actually building an accountability coalition and uh, it's not going to be run by me or my campaign. It's going to be run by constituents. But the whole point of this accountability coalition is to be able to hold me accountable. And if I don't go to Congress and do exactly what I say I'm going to do, then they'll have the numbers to vote my butt out of office and put somebody in there that, that, you know, they can give somebody another shot. The problem is right now is that incumbents have a 98% reelection success rate. And uh, it doesn't matter how bad they screw up, they're going to get reelected because they depend on the apathy of, of the majority. And so we want to change that. What we want to do is prove it out here in Texas or here all the way up here, but in Texas, in Texas, too. And then we want to roll that out to the rest of the state of Texas because we got to get Texas right first. And then once we prove that the, this type of accountability coalition can be rolled out across a great state of Texas, we can start rolling it out in other states. But at the end of the day, man, I, I, I am one voice amongst 435, and, and I'm not running to be anybody's savior. I'm not running to be anybody's honored leader or esteemed leader. I'm not running to be Jesus or pastor. I'm running to be the representative. And the moment that I stop representing my constituents, they need to have the numbers to vote my ass out and put somebody in there that will. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. Um, uh, if I had one, more, one other question here. Um, what core principles do you think you share with Crenshaw and, and uh, what he will or would have done differently in office under similar circumstances? That's a hard question to answer just because I don't know how much I truly trust Crenshaw. I mean, he's, he claims to care about the border. He claims to care about Liberty. Uh, he, he claims to share, you know, our values as conservatives, but he's actually gone to Congress and proves that he does the exact opposite. So I don't really know that I can truly answer that question, honestly, because I don't think we have a whole, whole lot in common. I will say this is that uh, I do honor and value his service in our military. I love the fact that he was willing to sign on that dotted line and was willing to risk his life to keep the torch of liberty ablaze. But that was uh, that was years ago. Here in 2024, he's refused to debate me. He's refused to 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 go go stand toe to toe with me, uh, eye to eye, and be held to an account. And so I, I don't know what happened to the valor and to the courage that he had because you know here we're what is today? Today is uh, February twenty. Today's twenty eighth, twenty ninth. Tomorrow's leap day. Yeah. So so today's February twenty eighth. Here we are in twenty twenty four, and he's and he acts like a little bitch. So I don't know 
where his courage and valor went. And I, and I don't really know that I can truly answer, answer that question. Honestly, we're having a leap day party. Cool. Yeah. We got to get candy for, uh, you know, leap day, William, he trades candy for children's tears. <laughs> oh my god yeah. it's sad kids it's that it's like an off halloween it's time all right well uh, thank you guys for taking my call and i'll see you guys at martinsburg right, right on yeah. looking forward to it, brother yeah crenshaw refused to come on the show twice yeah he did that's why and I, then he just stopped responding to us just don't we're like, like okay he's disingenuous to me yeah he's fake yeah anyways potatoes boil a mashroom steak in a stew how are you brother or sister i don't know I'm doing well. How about you guys? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Just got my baby down to bed. Um, thanks for taking my call. My question is for everyone. So I'm down here in Southern Arizona, and we know that illegally immigrating to the United States thrives on businesses paying people under the table, aka with you know cash. So with this in mind, why, do you think that the government steps towards moving us to a cashless society is intentional or a massive oversight in regards to the illegal immigrants? And should the illegal migrants not be granted amnesty under Biden? What do you think would happen to them if we still push towards a cash, cashless society? It's another morning and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems like pricey transmission and engine engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash Carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson and save 20% today. I think somebody would still pay them in cash. Um, I think that it's 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 like, why are there still video stores in the U.S.? Well, actually, there are parts of the country that don't have regular access to Internet, so they don't depend on streaming. Um, just because the majority of people would move to a cashless society doesn't mean uh, that, you know, a person who's hiring day laborers wouldn't know to have, you know, cash on hand. Uh, I think it, it it shifts the consumer experience, but not necessarily the the business experience. Um, you know, obviously, I'm against amnesty. I don't think it, Joe Biden should grant it. Maybe he will at the end of his term just to give, you know, potentially President Trump something else to deal with. Um, but I think you're obviously you're probably experiencing this more directly than a lot of us are. But I think the idea that there are ways that people encourage and support illegal immigrations, including businesses that uh, hire that hire people who are here illegally. Uh, it's it's difficult to challenge, but unfortunately, uh, I just don't think they would agree to be cashless. I think they know they would keep cash on hand to support people working on the table. Well, and, and I always think it's kind of funny when I hear the term cashless society because back whenever I was, uh, you know, getting into into Bitcoin and whatnot, one of the biggest selling points for me was, you know, we we don't. I don't know of very many people that still carry cash to this day. Like our, like literally we swipe cards and it's just digits on, on a screen. And so, um, you know, it, 
I don't know that it really make that big of a difference. I mean, anytime, anytime that you want to pay somebody for something, you want to give them some kind of like, whether it's tangible or intangible, there's always ways to pay people off, to buy people off. Uh, it could be, it could be power. It could be money. Uh, or, you know, like, like how it is in Houston, you got a whole group of, of illegals that will show up to the home Depot and just say, Hey, I'll pay you 20 bucks and a six pack of beer to come and, uh, and help me do this. And then they'll just, they'll just do it. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know that it would make a difference to cashless or, or not cashless, it, to be honest. It doesn't surprise me to think of a government creating a problem and then creating the solution for the problem. So they're like, oh, we accidentally let in all these people that shouldn't be here. Let's go to a central bank digital currency so we can monitor the economics and make sure that we can get all those people out. It's for your safety. And we're like, well, you just oh, created the fucking problem. Yeah, they're not no, participating we're not in going it, right? Cashless. Yeah, like that would only—you'd only be able to monitor people who are opting into being cashless. Yeah. So if you decided to stay off the grid, you just have cash. Whenever you hear that, it's for your own safety thing. It's always a tell for me. Yeah, I don't think that they're intentionally letting people in just so that they can be like, "Oopsie, now we need to do a digital service." But that's a happy, you know, byproduct is yeah. that you could make that argument. Yeah, I, I, I tell you one of the things, and this is again, just from a, from a, a congressional standpoint, what we, this is one of the reasons why I fully support uh, the fair tax is because it, it untaxes income and it, it taxes what we spend, not what we earn. Well, what that means is, is that those that are over here illegally aren't going to be exempt from us right now. We have uh, illegal aliens coming over here and they're incentivized to be over here with all the benefits and everything else. They can also evade having to pay taxes as a result. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's a cashless society or not. Uh, if we get taxed on what we spend and not what we earn, they won't be uh, illegals won't be exempt from it. So it actually de-incentivizes illegal immigration uh, if we are able to repeal the 16th Amendment, which does away with the progressive income tax and instead enact a fair tax. Also, congrats on having a baby. That means you're fighting yeah. the declining birth rate, and we all owe you a debt of gratitude. Yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you very much, and I thank you guys for your input. That's of a good course. Question. Yeah. Cheers. It was a great question. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye. Likewise. Cheers. Thanks for calling in. <clears throat> All right. Uh, criminal aliens. I agree, Raymond. I saw you today. Cheers. Uh, Asmodeus. Ake. How are you? Uh, good. Well. <laughs> hey, man. We all feel like that sometimes, especially lately. So yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a question that I wanted to ask one of your earlier guests, but wasn't able to get it in. But I guess I'll just ask the panel instead. Um, just what are your thoughts on the utter state of just mainstream Western Christianity and how it's just utterly failed in defending its values and just failed men in general? And do you think there's any reform going on? Because I see people like Matt Walsh and Jeff Younger talked about this too. They just keep saying get married and have kids when. The environment just isn't permissible for that, really, for men. It's very unfair, and the consequences of divorce are so high. And it just, it's asking someone to get married as a man in this day and age is like asking someone to walk into machine gun fire or get a charge, a trench, <clears throat> charge a trench with a loaded musket. Get a prenup. Um, well, even prenups can be overturned in court. And even if a prenup, is financial that may not protect your kids from being trans and I mean, yeah. I'm getting I mean the thing too, is so. like if you are feeling black pilled that's a very different conversation than what did how is western christianity failing right like there are a lot of ways to look at culture in the state of the world right now and say like things are awful and no matter what everything could go wrong i could get a prenup and then 
you know, the person I marry could cheat and then I could step on a landmine. And, you know, I, I think we all go through periods where it feels like we are up against a very, um, you know, up against a stack deck, so to speak. But uh, I think ultimately, like all things, we are challenged and tested and there are reasons why you should identify your values and live live them even if the culture tell you tells you that they're bad and i think that it's hard to stay optimistic and i think uh it's easy to find fault like if you're talking about western christianity there are a lot of ways that theology has been corrupted or that people's personal sins or greed or ego have come in and led a lot of people astray which creates bigger cultural problems but uh i think that we're all put on earth to try and make the world better and not worse and so therefore we should try and use the resources at our disposal to not give in to these things. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe you get a prenup and it gets overturned in court, but hopefully you're with someone who doesn't believe in divorce, who wants to work through problems, who you feel like you've built a strong relationship with and can produce strong children and then in turn help build a strong community. Yeah, That's maybe my optimistic pep talk coming through. Yeah, and I'll just say this, and again, I'm coming at it from a, from two perspectives here. One, as a Christian, and two, as a congressional candidate, is I, my personal belief is that marriage is a religious institution, and government needs to keep its hand out of it. I understand that government government needs to be able to keep track of who's married and who's not. Um, but one of the one of the biggest things that really irks me is that uh, if you're married, you get tax benefits. Uh, just simply because you're married. And, and I, I think that's a that's a way for the federal government to kind of use that over our heads. And that's also why you have people that want that want to change or redefine what marriage actually is uh, whenever marriage existed. Uh, and marriage was defined by God before government ever existed. So that's why I say it's a religious institution. As far as the churches go, the Western church, um, they've been castrated. And so we have we have churches that won't answer questions. We have churches that won't stand up for the truth. Uh, we basically have uh, in, in most trendy church churches now you have TED talks with God sprinkled in to make people feel good. And so um, that that's a huge problem. If you go to China, China, I just know I have to say that China. I say China. Whenever you go to China, where it's against the law to be a Christian, and China. you have the underground church growing, that 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 takes commitment and that takes guts. Uh, yeah, nobody, I don't think, I don't think most quote unquote Christians here in America could go to China and be willing to risk their lives to be able to meet and congregate, uh, for a church service. And so I think, I just personally think that the Western church, the American church has been castrated. Yeah. I went through like, uh, I think it's, I mean, Christianity needs a reformation to become more widely adopted because people are like realists right now. They're not, they're not like women are not men. Dude does not, imaginary man does not live in the sky and impregnate women. That's, and the church doesn't say that. Yeah, well, they told me that Mary was impregnated by a sky spirit. And I'm like, all right, look, I, I need real fucking shit right now because the world is in peril. <clears throat> and we need that speaking through in our religion as well. So I think I take the eyes of rather than worship that guy, Jesus, live like him. Be was, like him. I was what would never, he do right now? Do never, that. I was never told in Catholic school that Jesus or God were in the sky. That I don't know. Was is that something that happened with your teachings or anything like that? No, Hannah Claire. No, I, I, I mean honestly, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, Father I think that's how I'm saying like literally it gets conceptualized because people think heaven is above. The when I above when you. I was in Catholic school, it was never once uttered that God was in the sky. The firmament. Did they ever tell you about the firmament? Well, the firmament separates the yeah. uh, upper oceans from the lower oceans, but they never said God was beyond the firmament. Well, isn't heaven up above the firmament? They never said that God was in the sky, not once. 
Firmament is is like Talmud and Torah stuff, yeah. right? Firmament. Uh, I think so. Let me find out. But it's entirely possible yeah, it's there are people Hebrew, who are Genesis. Christian teachers that don't know what the fuck they're talking about and will say weird shit. Well, especially <laughs> you know I mean? here in America. Right. So, so th there, there's, there's, there's a guy that I highly recommend. His name's Doctor Frank Turek. Uh, I love Doc. If you ever get a chance to get him on the show, I highly recommend. Like, here, here's, here's a way to consider it. Oh, sorry, I don't. Uh, that's okay. So, so Dr. Frank Turek, he's an apologist. Uh, he actually uses science. Um, he has studied all the atheists, all those, all the, those arguments and was, it was really kind of refreshing. I actually saw, you know, you, kind of you talking about this, uh, how you went from being, you know, an atheist to, you know, now and you're not, not a Christian, but you're more like a, I guess, a deist, 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 you know? And so, uh, and to me, there, there's, there's, there's a seeking there. There's a, I know that there's something greater than us. Don't know what it is, but it's spaceless, timeless, right? It operates outside of our space and time it's greater than us which is what we ultimately have to base uh, our moral absolutes on because if we if it's just based on on what we agree to as a society then that means as a society if we all of a sudden decide that you know screwing kids is okay uh then that becomes the law of the land and that's just it's, it's always evil no matter what and there has to be a constant for that but um you know, I always like to look at it from a historical standpoint, too. Um, you know, I, I, that's why I like uh, people like Josh McDowell and Lee Strobel, who actually set out to disprove. They figured that we could disprove Christianity if we could just disprove that Jesus um, did that the things that they say happened to Jesus didn't actually happen. And if we could somehow poke holes in that then the, that also means the rest of the Bible is false. And so they set out to actually disprove, and for Lee Strobel specifically, I don't know if you've seen uh, the movie The Case for Christ, but Lee Strobel specifically spent two years trying to disprove the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus uh, as an atheist. And at the end of that, that two years, he had to follow the evidence wherever it led, and he wound up became, becoming born again and gave his life to Christ. The easiest way, I think, to explain it to somebody is, Ian, are you above Baldur's Gate? Uh, no, not in the, outside of. Uh, yes, and you Baldur's have Gate exists both within me and without me. And you, so yeah, right. Uh, I think there's like maybe when people are trying to explain it to children, they'll oversimplify. It. That's a mistake. I was never told God was in the sky. Uh, I was told that God is everywhere and nowhere within everything, always around you. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean by man in the sky. That concept. Yeah, but that's that's but, intentionally derisive. Like you don't need to insult people. All right, but it's not a man. It's not a, a human man. That's a joke. I don't know. Like we got to be real. If you are if you, you want mass man? adoption, are yes, you I'm are there are there man. humans in Baldur's Gate? No, they're all video game characters. Yes, but they are humans well, in the game. They are called human. You can put a, the word human on a video game character. It's still not a human. It's so a video game character. Man is created in the image of God. Are the Baldur's Gate characters creating the image of humans? Of man, yes. That's right. And you, outside of the game, have control over their lives. You decide for them what they do. But you are not the god of their game. If you had console commands, you would be. But they've not released the patch for the console command, so maybe we got to do a mod for that one. But when you play a video game and you control the lives of the characters in those games, and they are, they are made in your likeness, you are a facsimile of how one could start to try and interpret what God might be. And I say that very, very, very broadly, try to interpret what he might be, is that the concept of what it means to exist outside of a system and to have characters made in your likeness is a, is a, is a concept humans can't understand. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I... Yeah, of course. I think that and guess what? You know, the vibration can, of reality is I, forming us into what we are. And I can uh, imagine if someone said it's impossible for a person to grow two feet overnight, just instantly by divine alteration. And then I play Fallout and I press the little tilde button and I put in the code to grow character by two two feet and press enter. And the character goes, boop. So I am the god of that game. So it is certainly and entirely possible that the God of our universe can affect it as mm. so he pleases. Uh, that's where I, I it's, it's, uh, that's in, um, that would be called, what do you call that when you're uh, in, in, you're in, what's uh, induction, you, you're inducing that uh, backwards. So that's not, that oh, wouldn't no, be evidence that just because we can do that in a video game doesn't mean therefore I didn't say the that. God of our universe also Literally could, didn't say that. It doesn't even, I said, in, the, 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 the logic of the existence of a function makes it easy for you to understand the existence of a function. Yeah, but it's no evidence that the existence of the function is there. And that's right. I never yeah, said yeah. that was so the case. The whole God creating, like being a man that impregnated Mary. Like there's just some things about Christianity that I always had serious problems with that I think why it's not being mass adopted right now, why <laughs> so many people like scoff at the stuff when there's so much good in it. So I, I would love people to take a more I just think the real realistic issue is look that at the, the average thing. person with too many midwits who think they're smarter Yep. And what they do is they say things like sky God. And the way you did that is why people would adopt it. Because instead of saying something like, let's let's start with the basics of simulation theory, which a lot of secular people will actually be interested to hear that there is a higher intelligence entity of some source or, or race that programmed our universe as a simulation and all of us within it. Now you're beginning to understand religion 101. In fact, Theologians, scholars, philosophers, even atheist philosophers have already speculated as to what simulation theory is before you even realized the possibility of simulations existing. Before the computer was invented, theologians, scholars, and philosophers understood the concepts of simulated existence. Now that you are finally at a point where you can see the development of technology so that you can understand basic concepts, now atheists are starting to say, Oh, simulation theory. That makes sense to me. And then you say, so a higher power outside of our universe designed and created everything. In fact, in simulation theory, you're proposing it's plausible that our universe was created 5,000 years ago and that dinosaurs were placed in the dirt to test our faith. Because when someone makes a video game, they will put, they don't program the dinosaurs to die off and then wait a thousand years for the game to advance. No, they just drag and drop the dinosaur bone into the dirt Easter and then yeah easter eggs and things like that if someone truly believes simulation theory is a possibility then they're essentially saying they understand the possibility that the universe was designed by god and god exists and we were created in his likeness that's just it's that simple there's too many midwits though the midwits like to listen to george carlin i like george carlin he's a funny guy but george carlin has that famous bit where he's like the greatest story ever told is a man in the sky. And if you do, and he's watching you always. And I'm like, the funny thing about that joke and the problem with the joke is that the average person has never actually heard the philosophical, high level, wise discussion of existence, yeah. philosophy, creation. 
but they watch Comedy Central and they hear they hear George Carlin say, a man in the sky is watching you. And they go, Christians are dumb. And then you go and actually talk to like a theologian at a university and he'll start explaining to you crazy high level moral philosophies. What we know is real in the universe, what we think we know. They'll talk to you about solipsism. They'll talk to you about utilitarianism. They'll talk to you about early concepts and how they emerged. And then you'll be like, holy shit. These are crazy ideas. There's, Do you smoke weed, dude? And be like, that's no, what I'm I talking about. Read the Bible. There's two types of Christians that I've talked to. Two types of people in general. One is like, the Jesus turned water into wine, they told me. I was like, oh, that's interesting. What if he had wine and he had like 50 people, so he watered it down into two jugs, and then each of those two, he watered them down again. So it basically got a little bit of, wa- of watered down wine. It still tasted like wine because they hadn't had wine in you know 30 d- days or whatever so it was fresh but there's some people will be like oh that's interesting other people like no god did it he did it with a miracle and those people i'm like you got to just shake that free like get get real with it the the point is this is just something beyond physics occurred that that's where i'm like well the the burden of proof is on the claimant if if you're going to say that and that's called faith yeah you can't just act like you have faith in some nonsense unphysically like that physics would say is not possible and then you win that you're the loser in that situation no. if you can't prove it with the physics. like th- th- this is this is this is the problem ian you are a very derisive and arrogant individual when it comes to religion when I, it comes I tell to this, common sense and I, facts yeah you're derisive I, I will talk down to you if you say that things that are not true are true and so right this is the problem you're arrogant that may be you, true sometimes you you, you do not know it's true I know that you don't either. If you're going to make a claim like that, have you ever read about solipsism? I'm just assuming that you're the guy. Have that's you ever saying, read about turn solipsism? Water into wine. Have you ever? Bit. Have you but ever? Tell me about it. Yeah. Go do for you know it. what it is? Uh, what is it? Just like talk? No, no, not. How about me. you begin by reading some basic moral philosophy? How about philosophy? I make an, a word you never heard and then blame you that's for not knowing? That's the point. It. Hold on. The arrogance of I'm someone. Looking up solipsism. Uh huh. Who says I know what's true? And you've not no, even taken more philosophy saying 101. people that claim to know what's true without proof. That's you. No, I'm saying if you think he turned water into wine, which is the claim I was told, I was told that he did uh-huh. that. You got to prove it because physics says he can't do it. I don't need to prove anything to you unless my goal is to convince you a thing happened. Yeah. I'm if allowed to believe whatever have I want. A, it'd be like, this is the true thing. Call her ass. What's wrong with Christianity today? If so you're going to tell me this that story this is real. The other day about a guy I met who said that, super long story short, drug addict, shitty life. One day in the woods, he was taking a piss after a drug party, and he felt a booming voice from within him say, what are you doing? And he freaked out. He had adrenaline rush spike. What the fuck? There's a voice inside me. And then he just paused and it said, why are you doing this to yourself? And he freaked out and he started looking for answers. What was this voice? How did this happen? He had no idea. He was not a religious person. He never studied. And so he traveled around talking to people, trying to find answers, and he found Christianity. And he talked to a priest who explained him. Showed him other stories. People have found similar things, but ultimately it's his decision. How does he believe? What does he believe? He became a Christian. And he said, I am not here to tell you this is true. I am not here to make you believe me. You will never believe me. I know that. And I said, oh, I'll take your word for it. Whatever. You had an experience. Do I, The question is, are you lying? Did you make that experience up to trick me? Or did you truly experience this or telling me it happened? And whether or not I believe you or not is entirely up to me. It doesn't matter whether I believe him. I believe he believes it. And that's fine. But I also believe there is more than this universe, and that is any, anyone with any modicum of wisdom knows our perception of reality is not the end-all be-all of reality. And the reason why is before the publication of the charged electromagnetic spectrum, people thought the universe was what you could touch, smell, see, and hear. 
holy shit, motherfuckers. We didn't even know what air was a couple thousand years ago. We didn't know that there was actually air until some dude, they had these little brass balls with straws. They would dunk it in water, put their thumb over it, lift it up, put it over their heads, release their thumb, and the water would pour over their heads. That's how they showered. And then some dude goes, hey, wait a minute. Hold on a second. He takes the brass little shower motherfucker, puts his thumb over the thing, dips it in the water, pulls it out, take no water in there. And he said, something's got to be in there blocking the water from going in. And when I take my thumb off, the water going in pushes that out. Holy shit. Air is physical matter. Humans didn't know that until some dude discovered it. They just thought this was nothing. Then you get the turn of the century 1900s and everyone's like, what you can touch, smell, see, and hear is reality. And this motherfucking patent office guy goes, everything that can be invented has been invented. In like 1899. And now we have people today being like, it is not possible such a thing could happen. Like, dude, water could turn to wine. You know how? We know how to do it. Motherfucker could go in and fuse molecules together in a high density fusion device that is neat that we could theorize how to do. And I'm not saying that Jesus had a fucking matter compactor right. underground or anything, no. but it is entirely possible that you can take molecules and alter them at the atomic level into whatever you want. And we have done this. There have been amazing experiments where they've used two-dimensional planes to alter electron, the electron count to change the chemical properties of a simulated atom. Wild-ass shit. They actually did an experiment where they simulated the chemical properties of lead and turned it to gold. That being said, these things are all entirely possible, but we are limited by the technology of what we have today and what we've had to discover. So for you to sit here and say, it's impossible to do, y'all need to read about some solipsism. Dude, Jesus Christ turning water into wine was not physically possible from all evidence that we have about what technology was available for How them. did they set concrete underwater in Rome? Uh, I don't know exactly what the process was. It was some of the strongest concrete That's considered concrete to be a lost though. technology. Yeah. But it's the, well, the concrete remains. If Jesus, if the wine was still there, then I'd be like, where did this wine come so from? Let's investigate it. We, we will pause just a story. and we'll move on to the next caller and I will finalize my position with you don't know. Correct. That's and right. for people to make claims, they've got to be able to prove it to me. So when we say, I say it is possible that water turned to wine, you say, no, it wasn't. No, I didn't say that. It's highly unlikely, highly, okay. highly okay, unlikely with zero evidence. I said, uh, it's, there's, it's zero possibility based on the evidence that we have. You would say there's a zero. I can turn chance. water into wine called Kool-Aid. It's not the same thing. What do you mean? Why not? Because you added sugar and Kool-Aid mix to the and, water. And, and the water has become wine. No, it's not how it works. What, why, why, why not? I mean, maybe it, you, you, you added something to the liquid to create a new substance. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking he did. I think he watered exactly. down the wine. Why not? But the, that's not what the story told me is he, he turned it. He, because of God's power, he turned water Maybe. into wine. All right, guys, you lost me. Sorry. I, I, I love games and, and fantasy fun and all that, but just don't, don't tell me wild stories. There's too much lying going on in the news, CNN. I don't trust media in general. You've got to prove claims. And if a religion can start doing that, I'll get Let's go to the next call. Asmodeus, anything else out of that? I don't really want to let you add anything because we gotta, we got to get rolling, so. Cheers, man. Yeah, I'll I'll <laughs> leave that for the after show. <laughs> I'll let you guys finish up. Cheers, man. Thanks for uh, calling in. Talk to you soon. All right, let's see. Uh, you actually look like a nail, not me. Don't accuse me of that. You look like a nail. Hey, guys. Hi. I'm another uh, longtime listener, first-time caller here. Nice. What up? Uh, I'm actually one of your locals in Martinsburg. I'm looking forward to the shop. Hey, over right here. on. Oh, sweet. Sick, man. See you cool. soon. Cool. 
Um, in any case, uh, last night there was a discussion about French President Macron threatening to send NATO to war in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Um, NATO is a defensive alliance, and the, the trigger that actually gets all the treaty signatories into war, the oh, Article that. 5, is when a member state is attacked by a foreign power. So if there's no Russian attack on a NATO member, Macron's threat is technically just a French threat because no one else is required to participate. No, they'll false flag it. Do you? Yeah. Well, that's my question is, do you believe that Western <laughs> nations will join the Ukraine war independently without NATO backing? Nope. That somebody's going to false flag it, or are we just going to keep throwing money, but not, not conventional troops into false it? False flag. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Or, look, look, maybe Russia attacks or maybe it's a false flag. Either way, there will be a catalyst. Well, and it makes me think about what are they going to say is a, an attack on a NATO ally, right? So, like, if Sweden's going to be a part of NATO, and we know that uh, one of the things that Sweden has done recently is close their border with Russia because they say Russia keeps sending people across the border and, and they can't sustain this, and it's a form of Russian aggression. So if that continues, is that attacking a NATO ally, and is that enough for everyone to go to war? Or are they actually thinking, like, you know, I, I just don't trust NATO. I feel like NATO will look for any excuse to uh, to escalate the situation. And so I don't think it's going to be like, oh, we, we installed a military and there was actual conflict. I think it'll be like, well, you started doing something you didn't really like. And we take that as a form of uh, an attack on us. Yeah, it's like uh, I see them kind of it's like a World War One situation. Since everyone's got all these guns and stuff and they and can't use it. It's like they're just waiting and. Like, otherwise, NATO, if, if I think NATO should be completely disbanded, it's kind of pointless. Like, we beat the Soviets, it's over. I don't get why we're why we're continuing to have this, but it's like they're just sitting there like, oh, well, if we don't do this, well, then we, we have no reason to exist. They've realized that their reason, their raison d'etre doesn't exist anymore. They have no, they have nothing there. And uh, I don't know, they're, they're just trying to like, I feel like they're just trying to make themselves feel like they're worth it. It's like typical bureaucrats, man. So, I don't know. I think that's right. They'll probably false flag it. Yeah, exactly. Kind of sounds like most of Congress. <laughs> Cheers to that, man. Uh, yeah, I I agree, man. Um, yep. World War Three, baby. Buy some chickens. Uh, we're having the first annual Timcast Cockfest on Friday. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all dead. We spared three of them. It's been and... very quiet outside. <laughs> Today I was like it was somber almost outside. It's funny when they harmonize though, isn't it funny? Yeah, I love it. So you'll hear like a rrr, rrr, and then you'll hear another one go rrr, rrr, and they'll both go at the same time. Yeah. But no now they're more. dead. Yeah, now they've been shipped off to the factory. Yeah, or whoever the it's butcher. Gonna be, it's going to be good. Hey, they, they went to college. Be, do you man. know the recipes? <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna cook it, rip it apart, and put barbecue sauce. Was like fifteen. Oh, I don't know if she's like if Kim's gonna make like casserole out of chicken or all kinds of stuff. Well, Allison's Allison's gonna make a chili, rooster chili. Oh, it sounds awesome. Yeah, you got to wait three days for the rigor mortis to settle. Okay. Yeah. So it's got to the meat has to like just relax. So it's, but that's perfect because we got to butcher to Tuesday and then we're gonna eat on Friday. Andrina, no, he didn't kill the chickens. He killed roosters. No, not chickens. Yeah. Come on, kill chickens. Those filthy things. Well, actually, roosters are chickens. We didn't kill any hens. Yeah. But uh. So the roosters at Cocktown are all dead. Roberto, the king, 
is in his castle. He is King Regent because RB3 is the current heir. And RB3's brother was spared because we can't risk the heir dying and then not having another uh, heir to the throne. Let's hope it leads not to a secession war down the line. <laughs> yeah. But we are going to strengthen the Roberto line. Uh, Kim is going to give Roberto a lady to uh, juice up. Ooh. Yeah. And then Kim. once once we move once we move to New Chicken City. So this is New Chicken City and we're going to build Neo Chicken City, which is going to be cyberpunk themed and we're going to get like little like like neon visors for the chickens. Yeah, cock you know? transit. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh something came up to where I don't think we can do the Lenin statue and I can't talk about it because it could put the project at risk, but the anti-Times Square is more important. That's why I was saying like don't count on us buying the Lenin statue. The anti-Times Square in Martinsburg is way more important than mocking communism, as much as mocking communism is important. So, but yeah, anyway. Cool. Anything else to add, my friend? Um, if I could, I just wanted to make a quick recommendation for potential guest. Uh, there's a science fiction author named Blaine Pardo. He got canceled by leftists, but he's currently publishing a really good novel series about a second civil war. And I just think he'd have some really good insights into everything going on in the culture war right now. Cool. cool. What's his name? Blaine Pardo, P-A-R-D-O-E. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, if, if you if you ever played uh, like the Mech Warrior computer games, he wrote a bunch of novels for that um, called They're Under the Battletech. Cool. Uh, name. Interesting. Right on. Well, hey, man. Cheers. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah. Thank you. It's funny because I'm like half nerd, half redneck, so I call myself a nerd neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a, a red nerd. <laughs> that's a good one, too. Well, anyway, well, that's, that's, that's that sounds commie. Anyway, Jameson, thanks for hanging out, man. It's been fun. That's no. about, about, that about wraps it up. So for everybody who's a member, we're really excited for uh, this Martin, Martinsburg event next week. It was day two of, uh, of my physical training with my personal trainer. And uh, I had to eat 250 carbs yesterday, which is more carbs than I'd eaten eaten in the past three or four years. Because like even when I was eating carbs, I did not eat 250 in one day. Mm. But surprisingly, I woke up today feeling really good. And um, it has it, you do the exercise, you know what I mean. So today I did I uh, did uh, two and a half hours. Oh wow, two and a half hour workout. You well, do... it's two hours of high intense skating, like hardcore, like legit skating like crazy, and then a half an hour of basic. Uh, Circuit training, I guess it's it's similar to. Did you take a break between the skate and the the about, lifts? About ten minutes, ten minutes. So tomorrow, Ian's joining in. Yeah, two p.m. And uh, the Pumps. goal is in one year to have Ian just like the Rock. I've been watching a lot of videos just, of the incredible just jacked no, no, uh, Hulkster, Hulkamania. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's one of my. Homies. All right, we're gonna get out of here, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see y'all tomorrow. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.